This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Winning. Winning. Droopy-eyed, armless children. Well, uh, Charlie Sheen's daughter is a sex worker. Were any of the uh, presidents <clears throat> pussies? Funny, you should bring it up. You sound like Thomas Jefferson. Well, I'm not Thomas Jefferson. He was a <laughs> well-known fact. It's so. That's entertainment. I, I just, I, I don't know what else to say about it. He should have quit, right? I told you right then. I'm like, you can't call. You did. You were like, we've peaked. You can't call Thomas Jefferson a pussy and expect to out pussy Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> you can't. I'm like, I had never considered he it might should be, be a put pussy. On a gold plate and cemented somewhere on a sidewalk. Here lies Thomas Jefferson, world-class pussy. <laughs> I didn't even know. They didn't even tell me in school. They waited. They wait. They lied yeah. to me in high school. Right. I, I didn't know he was a pussy. They lied about Columbus, and they lied yep. about Thomas Jefferson yep. being a pussy. Yep. I I might have changed everything had I known. Right. Totally. But who knows? Um, yeah. So Sammy Sheen affirms that she is indeed a sex worker. She's Whoa. on uh, OnlyFans. Gee, how did that happen? She wants you to know. Oh, my God, she's gorgeous. She wants you to know she's not a porn star. PC2. What's that mean? I am not a P star, and I don't meet up with people. I don't film myself having... I don't do that. That's just not my line of work, and that's not something I'm comfortable with doing. The only reason I said I'm an S worker is because my main source of income is from my OF. And if people did their research, they would realize that there's multiple forms of S work. I've been doing OF for almost a full year now, and I love my job. There's absolutely nothing that anyone could say to make me want to get a different job at the moment. And I don't know why people are so judgmental towards it. If I love it and it makes me happy and it's boosted my confidence so much and I can work from home, I love talking to my subscribers, I make my own hours, it just makes me happy. Like, I love my job so much. Boy, she's pretty. Does she love her job? She yet? got her. She got her mama's look because she's uh, the daughter. Denise oh, Richards. Oh, Denise Richards. Yeah, absolutely. You can see she's got Denise's eyes. Wow, is she a good-looking girl? And then what? I I don't get it. What is a sex worker? What does she do? Is she an she's escort? She's on OnlyFans. Oh, so okay, okay, so okay. No, well, it's not a sex worker, really, is it? I well, guess you can call yeah. it whatever you want. I mean, I you're, guess. you're putting stuff in your vagina okay. on the internet. Fair enough for guys to jerk to. Right. So. Uh, all right. Uh, more power to her. I am a little alarmed at how much she loves <laughs> doing it. Um, and the confidence boost thing, good for her. It but would be funny. I hope that's not the only way she's getting Every confidence. Every once in a while, she was still living at home. You could hear Charlie in the background going, "Sammy, knock it off." Winning. <laughs> Duh. Winning. Shut all that, up. All, shut up. up. It's all that moaning. <laughs> Winning. Weird. Um, um, who'd have thought, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so she's a sex worker. Okay. Well, it's uh, let's look at the pros and cons. It's safer. You don't you don't have to make contact with creepy dudes. 
you're completely in control of who you're, you talk you're to. You're completely in control. Your hours. You can push your own limits, set your own hours, make unlimited amounts of cash, I assume. Because mm-hmm. you've got the uh, famous name. Um, your dad. I'm not exactly sure what her content is on OnlyFans. I broke up with OnlyFans. Now, but that's a subscription, right? You have yeah. to subscribe. Yeah. Don't know a lot about the OnlyFans. I don't know much about it, but. You're fine without it. Uh, Sammy Sheen says she hopes to use OnlyFans to show that all bodies are beautiful. As she shoves a cucumber in her vag. Hmm. What? Cucumber didn't have a chance. <laughs> a cucumber was asking for it. <laughs> To see what it was wearing, Jesus. <laughs> uh, her her uh, parents are extremely supportive. Can't believe Denise would be happy with that. Charlie told E News he does not condone his daughter's decision, but since I'm unable to prevent it, I urge her to keep it classy. <laughs> I tell that As to the, he shows tell, a cucumber. It's Charlie shows a cucumber in his butt, <laughs> coke coked out of his mind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All you do as a parent is guide her and trust her uh, a judgment. Earlier this year, Sam and I, she had joined OnlyFans a long time. Okay. Boy, boy, just, God, does she got her mom's eyes. Eyebrows. Yeah, she's she's beautiful. Yeah, she is No beautiful. doubt about it. Yeah, she's really pretty. So. Uh, I was trying to think. I was trying to find something steamy here. Making her own monies. Yeah, and how much you typically pay for something like that? I have no idea. It vary. I think like it depending on your notoriety. On how much? Sure, you, and how much content? Gotcha. You provide. I think, like ten bucks. I seem to remember. So, are those individual uh, little performances, or do you do you do it for the mass of your your subscription group? Yeah, well, you they can all do see either. This. Oh, okay. So upgrade for a hundred dollars, you get the free cucumber show. Right. For two hundred dollars, Charlie Sheen will come in and shove a cucumber up his butt. Right. All right, gotcha. Little private show. Pay extra. Yeah. <laughs> we made it worse, ten times worse than it probably is. Well, uh, I'll have to do some research here. I'm going to need that company credit card. So uh, light a candle and do some research. <laughs> People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Bye. Oh. Uh, dude, we're going to talk about one of your favorite subjects. Macaroni and cheese. Now, do you remember? Maybe you didn't play this game. Maybe it was a girl game. I don't know. The game Mash. You'd play it, and it would determine like your future. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Okay. So, well, like one of the things was always like being a millionaire. You're Mm -hmm. dreaming of being a millionaire. That's quaint. Right? Because these days. (laughs) That ain't going to, that ain't going to, that's not going to get me to Friday. Uh, According to new Modern Wealth survey from uh, Charles Schwab, Americans consider themselves wealthy if they have an average of blank in assets. How much in assets Mm. do people need? 
before they consider themselves rich. Like a house. Right. Couple Cash, of, property. Couple, couple stocks. Cars. Cars. Bling. Bling-a-ding. Uh, it's it's well, the average assets. Gonna enjoy some smooth Karuba coffee while I'm waiting for the answer. You're supposed to give your guess. Uh, I'm gonna say 1.76 million dollars. 2.2 mil. I was close. Yeah, that number is actually down from before the pandemic. Why did you make a face? I was almost there. You were so close. Wow. In early 2020, Americans said that 2.6 mil was the magic number to be rich. But there's a difference between being wealthy and feeling wealthy. They surveyed 1,000 random people between the ages of 21 to 75. They had an average net worth of $560,000 in assets. Mm-hmm. 48% of them said they already feel wealthy, even if they're you know well below the 2.2 mil mark. That's because a lot of people, even like younger adults especially, say money doesn't equal wealth. So there you go. I stopped chasing the dragon, uh, well, as soon as I got into radio, I pretty much stopped chasing. You gave up. The dragon did not exist. I, 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 so I, and I focused on the experience, the ride. Yeah. The journey. It's not about the destination, man. It's about the journey, D. Yeah, dude. It's about having some bros. It's about hanging out, having some beers right. and with then, your bros. And then you were like, oh, man, I don't have a 401k. Shh. Yeah. Don't and remind like, me. It's not just about the journey. <laughs> Turns out it's, it's all, also about your 401k. It's all about being broke ass, <laughs> living with my mom and dad. <laughs> the journey is all about driving to my mom's house when I'm, when I'm broke ass and out. Yeah. Um, what can we say about that? 2.2 mil. I, I mean that. I, I, uh, I appreciate that I have my health. I have good people in my life, and uh, that makes up for not uh, having any money. Sure. Like, I was sitting at Tyranina having a, uh, an island booty rum-flavored brown ale last night, and I was the happiest man on earth. It's key, dude. And I don't even have a 401k. But I was sitting there with some good friends, lying about our golf scores. Yeah. We were having a great time. I love it. That's it, dude, too. I mean... Can't take the monies with you. That's right. one thing. Right. You know. Think about that. Think about that when rich people die. I, I think about that when like uh, what what rich dude just uh, died. Anyways, you think the last thing they think about is like the money. What do you think that uh, like uh, like people that are worth a billion dollars? Do you think that and uh, you know they're leaving their mansion, their helicopter, their yacht. I can tell you what they're not thinking. They aren't thinking I should have stayed late at work more. <laughs> right. Correct. That's key. These so. are the keys right here. Right. We're giving you the keys to the kingdom, kids. If you're willing to listen. Right. 100%. You have to enjoy That's- what you have, and and you can't be always so focused on, I'll do this when I meet this milestone or whatever. You need to just go for it. You there, need to use the fancy glass. You need to drink your expensive booze. You need to whatever. Just do it. 
It would be nice to go uh, order, uh, not have to look at the menu. That'd be kind of nice. That'd be a nice habit to get into. Because I'd be like, mm, freaking hash browns are an extra $4.99. You want to skip the hash browns? Right. You know, <laughs> that, three bucks, what's that? Man. Do I want Perrier water? No, I'll have the tap. Let me check my balance quick. Bring, bring, me, <laughs> some, bring me some ice on with tap water. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy. <laughs> uh... It would be nice, but sure, it'd be nice. But at the same time, like I, especially like you brought up health, I think about that all the time. You know, my kid is healthy, right? And that's something a lot, a lot to be thankful for, right? Being alive, being thankful for it most days. I mean, there's opportunities. uh, Take them. I mean, you know, run with it. You know, I just, I, uh, I uh, have. I know my plan. I know where I'm going to be in 10 years, and I'm very, 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 very comfortable with it. Yeah. You know, I have no regrets, and that's what it's about, you know. I've rolled the dice. I've made some bad mistakes. Almost all were bad mistakes. But, uh, you know, you come out clean on the other side. Time and pressure, really. Really. Is all we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's nice when you're young enough to make mistakes to be able to pay through them and and, uh, get through it and, and, uh, and learn. I mean, that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, life isn't all about making money and paying bills, for Christ's sake. Right, right. So, what have we learned here today? Uh, to enjoy uh, the the journey to your mom's house. So I go there to plow her. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> what did you learn? Well, you sound like Thomas Jefferson. I'm not Thomas Jefferson. He was a. Did he say pussy? Oh yeah. Okay. Was, was that back in the day we had to bleep that? Because Trump made that pretty. Uh, yeah, he unbleeped pussy. He unbleeped the <laughs> pussy, and I thank him for it. Uh, him and Billy Bush. Right. It's like so part of the lexicon now. Yeah. Just, you don't even. I think just our source audio beeped it. So I mean, I, that really was a, used to be a bad word, and now it's it's so normalized mm-hmm. that word. Maybe it's just us. I mean, sometimes I'll say something. I'm like, "Whoa, whoops!" But pussy, it's like it's it, it, it. The connotation of that doesn't even worry me. No locker room talk. That's my excuse. Pop in a tic-tac. That's my excuse. Pop in a tic-tac. <laughs> and I grab it. You know what I'm saying? I get a handful of it. You know what I'm saying? We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. All right. Uh, we get these surveys, and some of them are kind of weird questions. And this one was strange. A survey asked people what they considered the most satisfying food sound. When you're biting down on it? Or whatever. Uh, So, uh, like stir-frying vegetables. Oh. Popping popcorn. You know what I like to bite into? Speaking of stir-frying, what's that uh, round white thing? What's that? Water chestnuts. Dude. Don't. That's a a satisfying bite. I have not had that in a while. They're good. I almost said a Chinese place in Lake Mills last night. Oh, yeah. I was gonna, it's around the corner there from Sunshine Brewing. Mm-hmm. I was going to pop in. I'm like, I'll be fat. <laughs> I always overeat Chinese. That's my problem. Especially if it's a buffet. I cannot go into a Chinese buffet. 
I had no idea. I'll, it was. I'll have a heart attack. Yeah, I get stressed. They just, have to like wheel you out of there. I get anxiety thinking about it. Oh my god! The fifth trip to this prime away from the general so. <laughs> It's just pulling it out of my mouth. Get it out! <laughs> right. Pull it out! Slapping your hands. Uh, give me PC2. Here's a bunch of the different sounds that made the list. See if you can identify. So what do you think that first one was? I'd like some Velcro. Snapping of a chocolate bar. That's weird. Well, play it? that again. And what's that? Was that the wrapper? That was, it was the, no, it's like the chocolate bar. All right, it sounds more like the wrapper than the chocolate. The, right. Well, the next one is. Uh, Let me guess. We'll play that. So well, people at home and in their cars can play along. Okay, try it. That, what is that one? You're frying something. Uh, is it sausage? No. It must be vegetables. Spreading butter on toast. What? Steak sizzling, bacon cooking. Okay. Yeah. But these are, okay. So here we go. Top, what? Ten. Stir frying vegetables, rustling a potato chip bag. Yeah, you can't sneak those in the middle of the night, dude. I thought this was about the sound you make when you bite into something. No, summer. just food sounds, period. Oh, any food sound. Okay, gotcha. Popping popcorn. Uh, sure. First bite into a crisp apple. Mm-hmm. French fries frying. Celery. Yeah, you like that? Uh, peanut butter and celery. That, what what sound is that? Well, biting in a celery. <laughs> okay. It's that snappy, <laughs> crunchy sound. I love it. I... Uh, bu- 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 snapping of a chocolate bar, butter being spread on toast, steak sizzling in a pan, slicing a crusty loaf of bread. Speaking of crusty, tell your mom I said hi. Good. And the number one thing is bacon sizzling in the pan. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I never even thought about it. What my favorite food sound would be. That's kind of strange. I was going to say the stirring of macaroni and cheese, but I (laughs) think you're familiar. I don't want to get you all. I don't want you to wet yourself over there. I'm frothy over here. (laughs) Put your pants on. (laughs) Uh, What other food sounds? What am I missing? Jeez, I have to think about what I eat. The apple one, I totally agree yeah, with. Yeah, love the apple Like one. baby carrots make the same, like snapping. Right, right, right. Uh, how oh, about the... chopping vegetables. That was the one, yeah. How about the opening of a beer can for me at my yeah, house? Yeah, totally. Very exciting. Yeah. A little champagne. That's a good one. <laughs> Getting excited. Um, uh, what else do I like? The pop of a wine cork, probably. Too. Ooh, that's a good one right there. Uh, the grinding of the salt and pepper. When I'm taking a little cover off the feta cheese for my salad, I enjoy that. I enjoy the sound. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, it's, is that an element that you really pay attention to when you're cooking? Uh, Not really, but it's so like part of the experience, you yeah. don't even really realize how much of the experience it is. I don't know. Like, I, the chopping of the vegetables is like therapeutic almost. I love that. Yeah, I guess it adds to the experience. Doesn't yeah. make it worse. Pretty cool. Like when I'm chopping up my lettuce. My but, uh, my lettuce to make a salad. I, mm, I enjoy that. I have my little chef hat on. Dude, I always wonder, like, so you're asking people this stuff? Or they're hey, ever like, what kind of question is that? Hey, I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you one, dude. Uh, and this is classic and very timely. The 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 wrapper uh, on the a Girl Scout cookie box. You know, like the mints, like mm, the chocolate thin yeah, mints. Mm-hmm. Like the, it makes a, and then that plastic inside makes a very particular sound. Sure. That's when you know, and then you're opening up the sleeve, 
Right. You're like, oh, I'm about to go to freaking Girl Scout town. Totally. I'm about to go get busy on these Girl Scouts. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? No, dude. What? What's wrong? Too much. Talking about the cookies. Back it up. Like, I'm about to go downtown on a Girl oh, Scout. Cookie. Cookie. What is, what is with you finishing my sentences? You're unbelievable. Get the get the client in here. <laughs> Me and Paul talk about the chocolate chip bag noise. We've ah, talked about that before. What about a Dorito bag? Because like the chocolate chips. <laughs> I, I I love dark chocolate when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, five kids in our house. My mom baked a lot, and there was always an open bag of Nestle's Toll House morsels. Yep. You know, chocolate chips. But that bag made more damn racket than anything <laughs> Dude, that you real. would ever open. Just count. <laughs> Trying to sneak some. Oh, yeah, trying to sneak them. Oh, I can hear you. <laughs> Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. And, uh, winning. Okie doke. A uh, 62-year-old man in Illinois, Mark DeCura. He was sleeping recently. As we like to do, he dreamed that someone was breaking into his house. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's bad. So in real life, Mark grabbed his 357 Magnum, which was at his bedside. The most powerful handgun in the world, the 44 Magnum. And he shot the intruder. But there's a problem. Uh-oh. Because there was no intruder that was only in his dream. Let me guess what this responsible gun owner did. In reality, he shot his own damn self in the leg. I love it. So the police were called. He was taken to the hospital, treated and released. But for Mark, that was not the end, dude. Oh. He had a revoked FOID card, which allows gun owners to have firearms in Illinois. Oh, a FOID card. Yeah. So he was charged with possession of a firearm without a valid license and Reckless discharge of a firearm. Both are felonies. And Jeez. he's got a hole in his leg. <laughs> where was the, yeah, where was the good guy with the gun to stop the, yeah, that's a weird one. That's like a riddle. Can't even figure that one out. Well, dude, how are you going to? Mm. You want to, it's almost like you want to shoot somebody so bad you're dreaming about it. You know what I'm saying? So you shoot right. your, yourself, you psycho. Well, and the statistics will tell you everything you need to know. I'm going to sleep with it under my pillow uh, just in case I hear a funny noise. I just saw him blow somebody's head off. And those folks are, (laughs) you're more likely to shoot a family member than you are an intruder. It's true. Right. Uh, So It's weird you shoot your own leg. What did you think the leg was? Well, he was dreaming. Yeah. So who knows? That's so crazy. Isn't it? It's like, and then, you know, don't have it next to your well, no, you wouldn't have an old phone, but I was going to say, instead of grabbing, or your cell phone, instead of grabbing your cell phone, you could grab the revolver, put it up to your head. I'm just baffled uh, at this. Like, oh my. Yeah. But at least he didn't shoot an innocent person. Maybe he, maybe he was cleaning his gun in his sleep. No, he was shooting an intruder in his sleep. <laughs> I cannot, yeah. How much are you thinking about that that you dream about? Right, that's what I'm, that seems to be the logical Excuse, yeah. but who knows, man? I I don't. Maybe you shot. Maybe. I actually have a feeling he's such an idiot. He's just shot himself doing normal things and just use that as an, an excuse. excuse. Yeah, absolutely.
Would not. I mean, I would not be surprised. Wow. Yeah. I was cleaning my gun and it went off. What can I say? I'll never understand that. Let he uh, who has not shot his own leg off be the first to judge. Well, perhaps if he had taken some classes at Deerfield Pistol, he could have avoided this and would've he would have made better decisions. Funny if, like, the other, he felt the other leg working, thinking uh, that the intruder was still coming at him and just started shooting his own leg six times. Blew the <laughs> kneecap clean off. <laughs> That's what a gun sounds like. Actual audio. That's fantastic. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. You, know, you do the robot to the Take Me Out song. Nice. Talking to some Mallard Baseball, Sam Quack Quack, sir. And uh, your manager, Donnie Scott. Uh-huh. Welcome him into the program. It's good to be here. Hey, Donnie, how are you, man? Real uh, good. I appreciate you coming in. I know you've got, uh, you're a busy man, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you coming in. Well, it's good to be here. It's good to see you. Pull that mic up just a little bit so we I can. I love seeing you guys. Yeah, you got the pipes, dude. Don't. Uh, <laughs> Don't be shy. Give, yeah, I'm not. Give the ladies the golden pipes, Donnie. <laughs> Don't deny the ladies, Donnie. I mean, for real, buddy. How are? How's your season going? Well, it's, we're eight and eight right now. Um, we should be playing better. Let's just put it that way. I uh, I, I didn't know you I were eight and eight. Get the hell out! <laughs> I didn't know you were eight and eight. Nah, we're a game and a half back, so yeah. oh, we're, you're we're fine. sitting in a good position. That's, that's you're fine. Nate, you got to be careful. They're going to call you up to Milwaukee the way that <laughs> train's crashing. Is it? I I, I don't even watch. They have not game. won a game yet this year. The Brewers are zero and forty. <laughs> It's unbelievable. <laughs> They're screaming your name, Donnie. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I actually played for the Brewers organization at one time, AAA. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, so you played for the Reds? Well, actually, in, uh, three years. What year did you play yeah. for the Cincinnati Reds? Uh, that wasn't until the 90... Was that at the one, end of 91. your... 91, yeah, that was it. That was it for yeah. you. The, the, the Cincinnati Reds was your last stop. And right. what you, What did you, you do for them? Uh, nothing. I mean, I sat on a bench and watched him play. Did you ever play a game? <laughs> well, did you play yeah, a game I got, for the I got, in, I got okay. in like three games. It was I got called up in September and, and played in three games there. And uh, oh, but I, I played earlier uh, in '83, '84, and '85 uh, with Texas and Seattle. Yeah. So uh, then tell I me, tell, so I grew up in Ohio. Uh, I grew up with the Cincinnati Reds because you're usually a fan of what your dad is. You right. know, that's you right. drink his beer and you love his baseball team right so we were reds fans not indian fans we were reds fans but weirdly ironically we were cleveland browns fans not bengal fans it was we had a weird There's a household. lot of people like that we had a weird household that, no that that i spent a lot of time in dayton too Around that area, and there's a lot of people like that. They're but, Reds fans, but they were Browns fans. You know what? A bigger reason I think we were Reds fans is because of how dominant they were in the seventies. Absolutely. With, with Joe Morgan, Perez, Johnny Bench, Donny Donny Scott, everybody. Yeah, that's called yeah. a bandwagon. Oh, my father would beat <laughs> your little behind lady. No, you know why they were that good? They were that, that, that good. That was one of the greatest teams ever. The seventies, the, the mid seventies Cincinnati Reds are widely considered to be one of the greatest Absolutely. juggernauts in professional baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. Nine, all, all nine positions. For all, real. Yes. As a team, I think they hit Absolutely. one of the best averages. Yep. 
Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know, Sam. Well, quack, quack. Whatever. No, do you whatever, baby. <laughs> uh, tell me a great story playing in Cincinnati. Tell me something weird about playing in Cincinnati. With the, Here we go. <laughs> Grandpa, tell me. Tell me, t- tell me something interesting about playing for the Cincinnati Reds. Do you have any crazy stories? Well, I got a crazy story when I got, but I, I wasn't playing then. Um, I actually was the field coordinator for the Reds, and I had uh, Pete Rose talk to the group because his son was in, in our camp. Mm-hmm. So it was spring training. And, Little Petey. Yeah, so I, I asked uh, three different bosses whether it was okay or not. Well, it wasn't okay, and uh, we almost got fined two hundred fifty grand and they, really? Yeah, yeah. Just for having his son? Yeah, well, I had no. I had him talk to the minor league group. So there was four teams right. out in center field. What was illegal about it? Pete Rose is not allowed to be on a baseball field. And Are you talking about his son or the Pete Rose? The Pete Rose. The Pete Rose. Junior, his son was there. He wasn't even, oh, playing. He, Pete Rose was not even allowed to step on the property? No. Oh, I didn't know that. No, no, no. I thought no. he just couldn't play. I didn't or, know that either. Or no, be in the Hall was, of Fame. That's scandalous. It, it, that it, is. It, it was actually funny because Whoa. he thought he could, too, as far as minor leagues. When I first, and I'd already met Pete before, but um, in between, there's a, the, the laundry room between the minor league clubhouse and the big league clubhouse. And Pete was standing there, and he's going, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, here you go. 250000 250000 yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, so anyway. That's so, crazy. Kind of, I, I don't know if I should even say no, this, please. but I'm going to say it anyway. These are the best part. At that time, he hadn't admitted yet and that he'd gambled and all sure. that stuff. And he, and he says, and, and I, I told him what happened. The next day, I called him. I got his number from his son, and he said, Hey, don't worry about it. more sympathy from the fans. Interesting. Oh, okay. Well, I felt bad. I thought you might get in trouble. And, yeah. And I was the one who was getting he's in like, trouble. He's like half politician. He should have ran for office. <laughs> yeah, I think Sounds he's... like something's going on right now out of Miami. You know what I'm saying? Just raise $6 million. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. And dike my ass. I'm going to raise $6 million. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what I'm saying? Free money. What am I talking about? Make it rain. Make it rain in here. Uh... I will tell you that I remember as a kid, I mean, this, you have no idea how crazy the Cincinnati Red Machine, it was called the Big Red Machine for a reason. You ain't uh, I remember listening to Al Michaels mm-hmm. do play-by-play for the Cincinnati Reds yep. when he was just starting out in broadcasting. Exactly. Yeah. It was cool, dude. Joe Nuxall is a good man, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Brenneman, or uh, who's the other guy I'm thinking of? Yeah, Tom Brenneman. Brenneman? His dad. Uh, what's his dad's name? Yeah, I don't know. Max yeah, he's or... still there. Sure. Tom's not there. Yeah. You know, Tom got let go. Yeah, they were the goats, dude. Right. The oh, Reds no were the goats, dude. And I and I got you know I I got to meet the, all all those nine. That's cool. You know, through through time. Yeah. And then we had David Concepcion's kid in our camp. Perez, all those guys. Oh, yeah, his son. His son came through there, and of, and of course, we know what happened to Marge shot because she was uh, out of her freaking mind, Donnie. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And we'll just leave that right there because, uh, you know, there's some controversy there. We'll leave that right there. We've moved on, Donnie. we exactly. moved on. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, Sam, what's going on at the park tonight? Th- tonight, nothing. 
tomorrow oh, night. Oh, tomorrow lots. night. Tomorrow night's the game. Right, yes, tomorrow right. night. Right. We got our muscular night. Remember how last time we talked I, about our muscular? I saw it. It is in, up and running. I saw it in action. You did? Yeah. Were you in a game? Somebody made a video of it or something. Or oh yeah. Took a picture of it. I was or the first muscular rider. How did it go? How did it, it feel? It was great. Awesome. It was awesome. And you, did you stay on? I did. Yeah. I was pretty good. What can I say? How? But it was awesome. How? And Donnie got a boot. I got a das, boot. Das Flipper. Das it boot. went down well. Nice. Went down well. If you don't know what a a, a boot, or what, what are we calling it? Das, das, das Flipper. Das Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, you know. I think we we called it the ballpark. I'm pretty sure we call it Das Duck Boot. Okay. Das it's duck not boot. very creative, but How we'll come up with something. 67. It went down easy. 67 ounces? Yeah. You took 67 ounces to Pound Town? Easily. <laughs> That's one night. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you are qualified to be on this morning show. Every other Thursday morning, we're bringing him in for a Trixie City. Amazing. Holy cow, Donnie. Yeah. Try to finish the season, Donnie, before you I, I drink too many more flippers. No, that's, it's that's awesome. amazing. Oh, my gosh, yeah. They've been selling really well. Oh, we sure. also We were tweeted by Barstool, which was really cool. Oh, neat. Yeah, Barstool tweeted our video, which is awesome. How much is uh, Das Flipper? It's not that expensive. People think it's like hundreds of dollars. (laughs) But for like a domestic, it's $39, and you get to keep the boot. And then for a craft, it's 41 or 42 There's a a technique to how you have to drink it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Foot, oh, you got to spin it. But toes heel? down. Toes yeah. down. Oh, toes down. Yeah. Um, see, I would have yeah. said the opposite. Otherwise, That's what it's... I thought. Oh, yeah. We've learned. Yeah. yeah. The air bubble will get you. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Played a lot. Of, <laughs> played around with it a lot. <laughs> Dude, there's science involved. And there people is. just no think we're drunks. No, there's science. There is. This is not, we're not messing around. Here. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O. Thank you. Part of my tough stance on immigration, Taco Tuesday will be changed to Pizza for Thursday. Hey! I like pizza, pepperoni, mozzarella, and anchovy. I like pizza with salami, eggs, and cheese, and oregano. I like pizza with tomato. I like pizza. We like pizza.
uh, you're going to see this story surfacing. A uh, police officer in Kansas City, can be seen on video, kneeling on a Walmart customer's neck after accusing the man of stealing a $5 frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Did he live? Yeah, Dayton Borisow, 24 years old, said he had just purchased the pizza at the self-checkout on June 1st. He was walking out of the store. The officer asked for his receipt. He initially refused because he didn't think the action was legally required. He had not planned to go to Walmart that day, but had driven there to to help his uncle jumpstart his car after getting off work. And he's like, hey, dude, I'm just going to grab a Zaw for dinner. Didn't bother even putting it in a bag, you know. Officer said, hey, got your receipt. And he said, I answered yes, and then I just kept walking. Did the cop work? Was he a security guy or a cop cop? He's just hanging out in the Walmart. Who's asking? (laughs) You don't have the schmock on. You can't ask. Dude, you need to wear the schmock. (laughs) So he kept walking, which was the first, you know, like, oh, this is not going to go well. I shook my head no and said, stop chasing me. You don't have the right to detain me. This must be a rough part of town. Christ Almighty! I you start pursuing after a five dollar pizza? That's insane. I didn't break any laws, and then he pinned me in the corner where the claw machine was at. Oh! Don't you bring the claw machine into this? That didn't do anything to you. The officer put him against the wall. He said he told the officer he had the receipt in his pocket, but when he went to grab the slip of paper, the cop told him to keep his hands out of his pockets, like I had a weapon or something. Uh, they really wanted that pizza, didn't they? That $5. Does this seem Tony's like p- extreme force? That's amazing. <laughs> I cleared it up with him immediately. I was like, I have one weapon on me, and it's not a weapon. I was like, it's my work blade, and I don't intend to use it because he does home remodeling. So he was there after work, whatever. Right. I let him know immediately. Uh, the uncle heard the commotion from the parking lot, and he's like, well, i got to start recording. <sighs> That's why we have video. Um, you can hear the uncle saying, stop fighting it. Look at me. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you can hear him say, here's the effing receipt, bro. While his neck is pinned? Right. Uh, while he, this is when he's like, the guy's trying to do like a rear naked choke on him. Good God. Yeah. So uh, now I'm going to say he was shirtless uh-huh. and he has blue hair. <laughs> so... He had it coming. I guess. I didn't know about the blue hair, you little smurf-stealing son of a bitch. Uh, they were wrestling on the ground, and Chris Borseth is all like, read it, you dumbass. Video is amazing. <laughs> Get the F off me, he yells at the cop. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, well, was he resisting or not? That's always the key. Because they tell, the first thing he said, do not resist. Well, I mean, he had him pinned against a wall and then threw him to the floor. Well, I'd have yeah. to see the run-up to that. Dude, you can see the yeah. pizza just mere feet away. I, I, I mean, hey, some of those things turn into self-defense really quick, dude. Suddenly, another officer jumps in to assist the first cop detaining him, who is still fighting back. Put your hands behind your back. This is all for a $5 pizza. Yeah. Jesus right. Christ. I thought they were supposed to let you go. So <laughs> he put his hands over his forehead instead of behind his back because he was afraid his head would be slammed to the ground. Damn. He's like, calm down and I will. An officer can be heard warning him that he's going to break his nose. Second officer frees the hands, yanks them behind him, places his knee on dude's neck. He yells out in pain. A third officer holds him by the legs. Can you believe this? That's a lot of commotion for a $5 bread baron. And he's like, read the receipt, bro. I didn't break no law. Right. 
Cops and stand him up and take him away, it, revealing the crumpled receipt on the floor. There it is. There you go. So he had the receipt. Uh, the cops pass this receipt around to each other, and they're like, well, there's no way to cover this up because there's people watching. <laughs> We're sending two of our policemen on an extended vacation to the Caribbean. They'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, so, when we figure this out. This is where it gets so dumb. <laughs> He was detained in the police car for an hour what? while they were verifying the receipt was legit. <laughs> Stop it. Man, that must have been some good pizza. And then he went back to the store and had to get a different pizza because that one had thawed out by then. He actually was brave enough to go back to the pizza. Dude, he's like. I wouldn't have went within a, two miles of that Walmart. My God. What city is this? So this is Kansas City. Okay. Um, so right, Kansas the City. investigation that the police department conducted said uh, that wow. one of the responding officers employed techniques that are not approved nor trained. Due to these findings, both officers have been disciplined consistent with policy and will undergo additional training to ensure future <laughs> compliance. So if you if you're if you're show the receipt and you're not resisting or fighting back. What else is there? Well, he at first was all like, yeah, I have my receipt, and just kept going. Right. The dude wasn't like, I need to see your receipt. He was like, do you have a receipt? Yeah. So, right there, and he's not wearing the schmock. So, no shirt, blue hair. Right. Clearly a person you need to put your knee on their neck. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can stop and say, dude, put a shirt on. I mean, come on. And that's fine. Right, or whatever. That's fine, but send a manager. Don't send a guy with a tr itchy trigger finger over with the no-shirt police. Yeah. Hi, we're with the no-shirt police. <laughs> Take him down. Unbelievable. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. And then it was He's like, going to be a rich, rich... Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got a lawyer. That pizza just cost the city of Kansas City half a million dollars. Uh-huh. Guarantee it. Dude, uh, and not right, cool, right, man. rightfully so. Yeah. If If all of that's true. I mean, it's insanity. <laughs> yeah, over. If the guy, you know, took the pizza and ran, and right. was acting like a lunatic and threatening other customers, that's one thing. But you've got the receipt. You've got the pizza. It's one pizza. That's all he bought was a pizza. Yeah, because that's he was just there helping his uncle. Yeah. And he was like, I am going to grab pizza for dinner. Holy crap. So what's happened to the cops? Anything? Oh, they got disciplined. Okay. Yeah. The, well, the that's police not... department admitted they're like, hey, this is kind of <laughs> kind of messed up. Uh, so well, we had a little sketch incident <laughs> uh, out there. <laughs> a little train. We call it a training episode just, just so these fellas know it's what to do. Teaching moment here. When the, when the real thing goes down. Aye, aye, aye. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, anything short of getting fired, I mean, I don't want those guys around. We don't need that crap. It's not that's not good decision making. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a like you're losing sight of right. the original like motivation for the making contact. Police union will probably get their job back and get them a raise. <laughs> uh, Sad. I is there some hero fetish? Uh, what what the hell? I don't. What is driving? I think that? like they they get caught up. Yeah, and the emotions and the adrenaline's going, and they don't know. Well, look, and it's this guy's gonna do whatever. Horrible PR but, for Walmart. But like you, you need to go back and think to yourself as it's escalating. Why are we doing this for a five dollar pizza? You know, it'd be great okay. if their patch, their police patch on their uniform said to serve, protect, and save pizza. They didn't. They disrespected the pizza. 
Son of a bitch. Thank you for saying that. Because I was thinking it, and you said it. Mind meld. Take that! Well, so uh, I know you will see that uh, bouncing around the socials because it's it's pretty fresh. Yes, we here at Walmart would like to give you a lifetime supply of uh, Red Baron pizza. Will that be sufficient to solve our differences? Right. <laughs> no, I'd also like $4 million. I'm going to go <laughs> after the police department. Mostly because my neck hurts. Like, why? Like, I get checking receipts if it's like a TV. Right. Like, what? Right. Anyway, all right. Well, they, they clearly <clears throat> they targeted <clears throat> they targeted him early on because he didn't have a shirt on. Right. So clearly there was some, you know, uh, long haired uh, hippie boy, hero, wanna be, uh, whatever. I, it, it's weird that a cop, and maybe he felt emboldened because he he was off duty or something and and wanted to be the man. I mean, he was on duty. Oh, he was, on, was duty. on duty. He yeah. was on duty. He so, said duty. Duty. Well, I'm. Uh, but you, he dutied in his pants. I'm aggravated and I want pizza now. I know. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but J.J.O.